Parsha Shmini is describing the eighth day of the dedication of the Mishkan, the day the Shechina would finally come down. Special carbonates were brought on that day. And another sad thing that happened, tragic thing that happened on that day, was that Nodav and Aviyu, the children of Arin, passed away. Moshe Rabbeinu is instructed by Hashem that despite the fact that Aaron and his children, Elazar and Isomar, have the din of an oinein, someone whose close relative had just passed away, nevertheless, they should still be eating the karbonis that were offered on that day. Now, one of the karbonis of that day, being that it was Rish Chodesh, Rish Chodesh Nisan, was also a carbon chatos that would be brought always on Rish Chodesh. Now, here became the question whether this carbon was included in those karbonis that... Aaron and his children were allowed to eat. Aaron was of the opinion that he was not allowed to eat it, and he ends up burning that carbon. Moshe Rabbeinu gets upset, and he asks him why he burnt it. And Aaron says that there should be a major difference between carbonos that were meant to be just for this special day, and you had a special instruction for Hashem, by Hashem, for these carbonos that we could eat them. These are different than carbonos that are also going to be for future generations. As in the carbon chatos, of Reish Chodesh. Moshe Rabbeinu hears this distinction, and the Pasek says, Vayishma Moshe, he heard, Vayitav Bienav, and he was pleased with this explanation. The Gemara says, that Moshe Rabbeinu admitted, and he said, you know what, I actually heard this from Hashem, this distinction, and I forgot. Now, in Rashi, Rashi seems to be saying something similar, and the question of the Sikha will be, is Rashi actually saying exactly the same thing? Rashi says, on the words, Vayitav Bienav, Hoidav Loiboish, Moshe Rabbeinu admitted, he was not, not embarrassed, Loimar Loishamaiti. So the Mepharshim say, that Rashi means just like the Gemara, that he didn't as a result of embarrassment, say, oh I never heard this distinction, rather he said, I heard about this before from Hashem and I forgot. But seemingly it's difficult to say that that's what Rashi actually means. Rashi needs to be clear for the Ben Chomesh Lemikra. How is the Ben Chomesh Lemikra supposed to understand from Rashi's words, where it says that Moshe Rabbeinu admitted, he, he, he wasn't embarrassed, that he admitted that that's supposed to mean that I heard and I forgot. So we have to say that Rashi means something different to the Gemara. Another question that ever has is, what exactly is difficult in our Pasuk that Rashi even needs to explain? The Pasuk seems to be simply understood. Moshe Rabbeinu heard what Aaron argued, and Vayita Bienav, he was pleased with it. Also, where do we get in Pshutei Sholmikra, this whole business that he admitted, etc.? So there are some of Farshim that say that it's actually from the words, seemingly extra words, Vayishma Moshe, Moshe heard what Aaron said. Seemingly, these are extra words, because obviously if Aaron heard it, of course Moshe, if Aaron said it, of course Moshe Rabbeinu heard it. It could have just said, Moshe Rabbeinu was pleased. And therefore they say that Vayishma Moshe means, not that he heard now what Aaron said. Vayishma Moshe means that Moshe had heard this already previously from Hashem. And therefore now that Aaron is mentioning it, Moshe Rabbeinu is saying, ah, I actually did hear about this, and I forgot, you're right Aaron. However, again, the Rebbe says it's difficult to say this because then it shouldn't have said Vayishma Moshe, which sounds like he heard it now from Ari, and it should have said that Moshe Rabbeinu had heard this already in the past. Also, Rashi should have quoted the words Vayishma Moshe in his Dibra Maschal if this is his main proof. 
And most importantly, again, Rashi needs to say things clearly. If this is what he means, that Vayishma doesn't mean that Moshe Rabbeinu is hearing it now from Aaron, which is a simple explanation. Rather, we're coming to say that, yes, Moshe Rabbeinu had heard this already in the past from Hashem, Rashi should have been a little bit more clear with this. Another question that Rebbe has. Later on in Parshish Matos, we have a story in the war against Midian, when the Yidin come back, the army comes back, El-Azhar HaKoyen tells them the laws of what happens with utensils, of Goyim, how they need to be kashered, and so on. Rashi explains why didn't Moshe Rabbeinu, why wasn't he able to give over these halachas? Because he had gotten angry at these soldiers, and the people who had, they had left, uh, left alive, etc., the ones who caused sin. And because Moshe Rabbeinu got angry, he made this mistake, and he wasn't able to tell them these halachos of what happens to these utensils. Rashi goes on and says that the same thing happened in our parsha, In the story where Moshe Rabbeinu is telling of Aaron for not eating this carbon, it's again because Moshe Rabbeinu had gotten angry at Elazar and summer for not eating the carbon. So he forgot the halacha. Or rather, Rashi doesn't say the words, he forgot the halacha, but therefore he came to a toast. And so too in the story of the May Mariva, in the story when he hits the rockets again because of his anger. Now seemingly, if we need explanation for the fact that how is it possible Moshe Rabbeinu made a mistake, why is Rashi waiting till Parshas Matois, right in our Parsha, in Parsha Shemini, he should explain how come Moshe Rabbeinu made this mistake with Ari. So the explanation of all of this is, Rashi does not actually mean what the Gemara says, that Moshe Rabbeinu is saying, I heard this from Hashem previously and I forgot. Rather, he's admitting that I actually never heard this distinction between Kodshe Sha'a, the carbon of the day of, of the special carbonis of the Mishkan, and carbonis of, uh, that are going to apply also in future generations. In other words, Moshe Rabbeinu was saying, I assumed that they're going to have the same halachos. I never heard that there was a different, that I never heard that there's a difference between them. Now, why doesn't Rashi learn that Moshe Rabbeinu had heard this in the past and he forgot, like the Gemara says? Because in Pshut Mikra, this is very difficult. It's a Chiddush to say that Moshe Rabbeinu is admitting, meaning to say that what? Moshe Rabbeinu is not saying the opposite of the truth? Moshe Rabbeinu is not going to admit that he heard this? Furthermore, what does it mean by Yitav If Hashem had told us them clearly in the past, we need to say that Moshe Rabbeinu is also pleased with this halacha? Of course that's the halacha, if that's what Hashem said. And that's why Rashi is saying that no, he had not heard this at all from Hashem. And therefore, what's the praise? Well, number one, he could have just been silent and accepted what Aaron said. He doesn't have to come along and say, yes, I never heard this from Hashem. And furthermore, by Yitav Bi'enav means that he's pleased with Aaron's logic, with Aaron's svarah. Because again, if it would be a direct command from Hashem, what kind of chiddush is it that Moshe Rabbeinu is pleased? Of course he's pleased. Or of course, he doesn't even have to be pleased. Hashem said so. But Vayitav Bi'enav means he's accepting Aaron's logic. Now what is what was difficult that Rashi needed to explain over here? Says that Rebbe, what was bothering Rashi is actually the words Vayitav Bi'enav. Seemingly these words are unnecessary. What does Vayishma Moshe mean? It doesn't only mean he heard it with his ears from Aaron, because obviously if Aaron says it, Moshe hears it. Vayishma means he accepted what Aaron said. That's one of the meanings of the words Vayishma in many psukim, that he's accepting what Aaron says. So then what does it mean Vayitav Bi'enav? What else is happening? And therefore Rashi is explaining that even though Moshe Rabbeinu could have just accepted what Aaron said, no, he went a step further than that. He went around loimar, he went around saying loishamati, in other words, he wasn't embarrassed telling people that yes, I have not heard this from Hashem, 
And this is a beautiful chiddush that Aaron came up with. Aaron's svara is a very good svara. We can now understand also why Rashi doesn't mention over here anything about the fact that this all came because of Moshe's anger. If it's all dependent just on a logical svara, do we make a distinction between these karbonis and the karbonis of future generations? Then there's no need to say that it's because of anger that Moshe Rabbeinu doesn't, didn't make that distinction. Aaron thought one way, Moshe Rabbeinu thought a different way. However, once we come in Parshish Matris and we see this idea that when Moshe Rabbeinu gets angry, he makes a mistake. So Rashi is saying that's exactly the reason for what happened here as well. Meaning, not that he heard it from Hashem and he forgot. But why didn't Moshe Rabbeinu come up with this logical idea that Aaron had? That was because of the anger. Now the Rebbe turns to Yenish Altoire to the Chassidus in this Rashi. And the Rebbe says like this, if it's really something that's just purely dependent on a Svarah, why is it that Moshe Rabbeinu is the one that's leaning to not differentiate between the Kodshe Shah, the Karbonis of the day, and Kodshe Doiris, the carbon of Rosh Chodesh, which will apply in future generations, and Aaron is the one that is making that distinction. And furthermore, if Moshe Rabbeinu doesn't see a distinction, what changed when he heard it from Aaron? Aaron doesn't seem to be proving it to him. So the Rebbe explains it up in Chesidus. The Medrash tells us on the Pasuk, Chesed ve'emes nevgoshu, Chesed and emes meet. Chesed is Aaron, kindness is Aaron, emes is Moshe. What is the difference between emes and Chesed? Emes means something that's unchangeable, that's the same the whole time, consistent. Chesed on the other hand, in other words, the emes is the emes wherever it is. Chesed on the other hand is very much taking the recipient into consideration what exactly he needs according to his level. Therefore the Rebbe says, when a doubt becomes whether we should make a distinction between Kodshe Shah and Kodshe Doiris, in Moshe Rabbeinu Svara, Moshe Rabbeinu, that's emes, he says we don't start making differentiations between one time and another. It's always the same Kedusha, always the same level. On the other hand, Aaron, Aaron, as we know, the Mishnah says, he's trying to see everybody's personal situation. He sees a difference between one person and the next. And you can't necessarily demand the same level of Kedusha from every single person in every single time. So he makes this distinction between Kodshe Shah, the Kodshim of now, and Kodshim of future generations. This is also connected to the idea that we know generally Amosha's Indian is mainly drawing down a Likus, which we call Malmaila Lamata, the pure truth of a Likus, down into this world. And that's going to be the Likus, the same for everyone in a certain sense, because pure Likus, Aaron, on the other hand, is about elevating the Eden from their level to become closer to Hashem. Yet, when Moshe hears Aaron Svara, Vayitav of it's pleasing to him. Why is that? So the Rebbe explains based first on a Tanya that discusses the Avoidah of the Benini, that says even though that the Benini's Ava is not a consistent Ava every single day, as the Tzaddiks, who has the Ava Hashem all the time, that's the real Emes, nevertheless, to a certain extent, we call the Benini, he's doing his best, is also Emes. And why is that? Because real Emes down here by, by creations is impossible. Any Emes that we have is just the Emes of godliness that we are tapping into that's shining inside of us. And therefore, the Bainani, to a certain extent, has that level of emes shining inside of him right now. Says the Rebbe in our case, when we look at the difference between Kotche Shoy and Kotche Doyre, saying there is differences between different generations and their level of Kedusha, etc., like Aaron suggests, that's as far as the emes Eliki that shines inside according to the levels of the Nevroim, of the creations, like by the Bainani. 
On the other hand, Moshe's emes of Hatzilis, that's the emes of Hashem, which is higher than creations. There's no difference between Kachim of now, Kachim for future generations. So what happens when Moshe Rabbeinu agrees to Aaron? The truth of the matter is, as Chassidus explains, really even the highest, deepest levels of godliness of Hatzilis is ultimately all for the Gili Elikus of our world of Olam Asiya. And therefore, there is the idea of Moshe or Hatzilis, the way it's pure godliness, higher than the world's. But Aaron comes along and reveals to Moshe that the whole point of Atzilus was really for Asiya, for the people down here. And when Moshe Rabbeinu hears this, this becomes also part of who he is, Vayitav Bienim, and it's pleasing to his eyes. Says the Rebbe Dehira to us, sometimes we also have, to, we need to know to ourselves that when we're dealing with our own avoided to ourselves, within ourselves, of course we have to serve the Abish in the most strongest, consistent, powerful way without any changes. But then we walk over and approach another that may be a little bit distant. We can't necessarily start right from the beginning demanding of him that he should always be standing on the same high level, the same high standard of holiness all of the time. So when we bring the emes Hashem to each person according to his level, then ultimately we'll also be able to bring him to the real level of emes Havai, absolute permanence, consistency, in a way as ani Hashem leishenisi, and then that will also bring the MS within the Yid himself that's doing the Avoido with the other Yid and bring to the ultimate Nisava Kodesh Baruch Hu Li Yisle Dira